0: hello people this is the mad scientist supreme talking today about well how the mind works whatever you're involved in if you're a car guy your mind is always going to be going back well to cars to whatever area of the car or cars that you uh, are fascinated with and other things get related through that same lens kind of like an autistic an autistic person that has always thinking about math is going to see the world in mathematical terms how you know how many square feet is that opening of that doorway how many uh square feet of carpet there is if you had if the carpet was made out of one individual thread, how long would that thread be? You're always thinking math if your area is math. If your area is music, everything is music, and how the different surfaces reflect sound, and what would be the best place to listen to music, and what would be the best place to play the music, etc. Well, When you study everything, everything is related to everything. I've spent my life studying as many different divergent topics as possible in order to try to connect them together. Well, recently, I've been studying a little bit more on carbon. Uh, There's a new company called Avidane, and I saw it on Facebook. And they were working with uh, graphene. Now, graphene is a wonderful uh, new substance. Well, new. I knew about it back when I was in high school. I drew it out. I knew it could be made. Um, And graphite, from your pencil, is graphene with a little bit of clay in it. And if you learn to separate out the two, you got graphite or graphene. So you take graphene, and if you could make it into one sheet, it's stronger than diamond. Um, it's, incre- it, it's a superconductor at room temperature. Well, almost a superconductor, but it's an incredibly good conductor, much better than gold at room temperature but you can't make, well, nobody has figured out yet how to make long sheets of it or long ribbons of it in order to conduct electricity. The, their fly speck size is the biggest you, that's we've gotten so far. And so, of course, with my very odd studying, I went in and I thought about it and thought about it. And if... Years ago, I'm going with 20, might have been 30 years ago, there was an experiment where they took magnetic fields um, and opposing them. Now, an MRI works by throwing a magnetic field through something. It does magnetize everything in there, but we're not magnetic critters, right? We're not steel. We don't stay magnetic. So, a magnetic field going through you magnetizes your various proteins and chemicals, but then almost immediately, they demagnetize. Well, when your system demagnetizes, it sends out a weak magnetic signal, and each protein, each different chemical in your system, is going to demagnetize at a different rate, So, an MRI machine sends through a strong magnetic field, magnetizing you, and then the magnetic field goes away, and it becomes an incredibly very sensitive detector, and it detects the unmagnetizing of all those different elements. And since each chemical demagnetizes at a different rate, with a different magnetic signature kind of like with light, at different frequency. You see, you can see where the different elements are, the different chemicals in your body. So that's how they get a good three-dimensional picture of you. And they can see the individual elements where they are. Well, using that MRI technology... If you take two strong magnetic fields, so you magnetize something and then attract it with another magnet before it demagnetizes, and you keep doing that back and forth, back and forth, they took a living frog and had it levitate. It was essentially weightless. There were strong magnetic fields hitting it in two different directions, and they caused it to levitate. They did that also with an acorn. So, now, taking that idea, and graphene, if you were to take millions and millions of pieces of graphene, and put it in a chamber, and I would say helium chamber, and put it in there like a dust, but hit it with the various magnetic fields, now you may take three or four or more, to take and grab those different pieces of graphene and put them together into one thin string I would call it a ribbon but let's go with a, a thread one thread of graphene now you've got pure graphene all pushed together with magnetic fields and then you run a small current and a slightly increasing and increasing current and the current can be generated with the magnetic fields, or an external source. You have the, it line up between, let's say, two different electrodes. You start running a current through it. And as graphene is pushed together, and current flowing through it, a current going from one piece of graphene to another piece of graphene, much like uh, welders welding two different pieces of metal together. You can weld the different pieces of graphene together so you end up with one strong ribbon of graphene and then once you get that going you start spooling it up adding more and more graphene and making the ribbon longer and longer and longer and now you've got a thread of graphene that can be unlimited length well A graphene ribbon or thread that is 40,000 miles long can be brought up into orbit, into geostationary orbit, unwound, half of it going up, half of it going down, and when it reaches the Earth, you can add weight to it and send up stuff into outer space with just using electricity. So, we do have the beginnings of the elevator. Now, of course, we're going to have to do a lot of work and um, etc., but we do have the space elevator as a possibility now. Nobody knew how to make high-quality graphene ribbons. Well... I think I figured it out. So, I published here. I'm going to write a letter to Avidane and advise them to listen to this podcast. And I'll give them the outline of how to do it. So, those listening, if you look on Facebook for Avidane or Look in my old posts. I think I reposted it, so it should be still there. Um, I think it's worth investing in. I've invested a little bit. (laughs) A tiny, tiny amount. But if they become a major corporation, a major player, well, then I'll have some money. Uh, Maybe enough to actually have a, you know, few dollars a month in retirement income. So, but if this works, great things are coming. Thank you very much for listening. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme, signing out.